We now interrupt this irregularly scheduled deprogramming to uplift your consciousness and inject your essence with the truth. This is not a test. You are about to listen to a conversation with a fellow conscious co-creator. This will rejuvenate the fire within and cause you to hover from person to person, pollinating the seeds that it will take to bring about a higher frequency of consciousness. Do not proceed further unless you are willing to bear the responsibility of being an integral piece of the solution. We are the Getting a chance to experience itself. Infinite love and salutations to all of you who are listening to the show right now. We are in for such a blessing this episode because we are being joined by Anna Dorotea, the radiant soul behind Numerana MX on Instagram and Facebook. I actually came across her work through my friend C. Freeze podcast, this esoteric life podcast. And um, her beautiful words on there instantly made me want to find her page. And lucky enough, I saw she was following me back. And we had become Instagram besties almost instantly. And um, since then, I've actually been blessed to have a reading from Miss Anna. And, you know, it was truly a impeccable experience it's almost ineffable how much i had gotten from just literally one hour of speaking to this person but that's why i brought her on so everybody this is anna hello everyone (laughs) (laughs) thank you for what a lovely introduction you're so welcome thank you for your presence thank you thank you i'm so honored to be here and happy to delve into this journey together yes so um, what I really wanted to get into first was what inspires you, because that's one of the biggest things to me is my inspirations and what has put me on the path. So I think back to like, you know, 10, 15 years ago when I came across this poet named Saul Williams, and he was like the start of my path where mm-hmm. I came across his music. I read all the books that he suggested. Mm-hmm. I watched all the movies he liked. And, you know, from then everything spiraled out. So do you happen to have anybody teacher wise or maybe content that you could think of that would like elicit that kind of response from you? Yeah, I wow. I think that the first one and the pillar one that really was the mm. shift in in my case was the Kibalion. Ooh, that was it. yes, that was it. the three initiates. <laughs> right, that was <laughs> it for me. <laughs> yes, um, and I think that from there, actually, the Kibalian just like opened my eyes in such a way that I, it's like you can see the reality and the truth in everything, right? In how it manifests across the different parallel uh, realities and, yeah, and universes. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that was the one that put you on. Like, that was literally like the first esoteric book I ever came across. And like that intro where, like, only those who are meant to find this book will come across it. I'm like, yes, it's been actually made me very selective with selecting that, with uh, suggesting that book to other people because I know there's really potent and powerful information on there. Yes, yes, indeed. 
<laughs> so um, that's actually really cool, too, because uh, speaking of C Free, he had a couple episodes on his podcast where he even broke down the original um, author to that. It, like, I think his name was like William Walker Atkins, mm-hmm. if I recall. And he had like a pseudonym that he had written so many different things and, you know, just one person. But it seemed like he was like 10 different people with all the work that he put out. So um, to me, the three initiates that is literally um, the three initiates that he wrote under for the Kabbalion. That's literally one of the most potent books you could come across on this path. Wow, for sure. And one that binds them all, right? Binds them all. Exactly. It has the universal laws in there. You know, it really explains it all for you. And um, so that actually makes me want to talk about Tesla a little bit because Nikola Tesla is one of my favorite people. Another person who had, you know, been somebody I came across and delved deep into over the years. And he talks a lot about the frequencies and vibrations, which I believe is like almost the second law of the universe is, is about mm-hmm. vibration and stuff like that. And so like with the idea of this podcast, um, I wanted to give you his birthday, meaning Nikola Tesla, and then we mm-hmm. could do a little reading on him if you were interested. Mm-hmm. And so I would say if you were, if, if you had that information, we could start talking about a little bit of that and maybe delve into like the, the secrets of vibration and what happened. Yeah. Right. Uh, I I would love to talk to Tesla. I also did some research ah, and yes. bringing some good stuff. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, I just I think that before going into like Tesla and his numerology, okay. yeah. it would be maybe like um, easier for people to understand if we went first through numerology and like mm. what numerology is, right? Uh, so oh yes. I've come came across don't don't didn't even hear no way hear that word they've before. never even heard of numerology. I mean, they've heard it, but when I asked if they knew what it was, they said no, right? Yeah. No, that's seriously, that's one of the things that's like, it's bantered around about. And it, even I just showed it right there. Like, oh, yeah, everybody knows about numerology. That's just something we could just pass around. <laughs> like, no, we have a legitimate numerologist in the building. We got to take advantage of her wealth of knowledge. So I completely agree yeah. with you. So do you want to maybe just relay how you came across numerology, what it means to you? and, and sure. just break it down from there? Sure, sure. I can definitely uh, talk about that for sure. Thank you for asking. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, so, right, so like how did numerology appear to me, right, in my life? Um, well, I have to to go back a few years ago, like um, six or almost seven years now, and mm. I was in a very dark place in my life. I I, I remember one, one afternoon that I thought to myself, like, you know, I'm... I, I accept it. I am nothing important. I am just like one more in the crowd. I will. I won't be able to make a difference in the world. I'm just one more. I'm a tiny thing in this whole universe, and I'm insignificant. And then that same um, that same evening, I went to the spiritual retreat where I went as a staff, and we were supposed to do the night shift, right? And there was three of us: was a friend, a numerologist I never met, and mm. me. And we were doing the night shift, right? We were serving together. And he started, telling, he started telling us about numerology. And he asked my friend if she wanted to listen to something about her own numerology, right? So I remember my friend listening, and her eyes were getting watery. It's like those words were like really, really hitting somewhere inside mm. her. And that, that was coming out through the emotion, right? And, 
I mean, to be honest, I was curious, but I was a little hesitant at first. And, well, at the end, he convinced me, and I gave him what, in fact, I understand now, to be a tool of knowledge into a person's character, mm -hmm. which is my birth date. Wow. Right? So he started talking, and when he started talking about my numbers, it was completely like someone was seeing into my soul. Someone was speaking to it. And like my lightest and my most obscure parts were being revealed. Even like the darkest aspects, you know, mm. like the, the darkest aspects that I recognize in myself and those that we wouldn't want people to know about, right? He was mm -hmm. revealing it all to me clear. And in that moment, like something woke in me, something woke in me, Cody, and I said, it was as if the numbers reminding me, reminded me who I am and what I'm doing here. And I thought to myself, I have to learn this. Wow. <laughs> and that's how it started. Oh, my gosh. That is so epic. It's like it's like the truest, like, um, that old saying of, like, it's the only um, the darkest until it gets, you know, or, like, it's only darkest dawn until, uh, you know, I can't, I can't think of the actual phrase right now. But it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, it's, it's basically, you know, it, you had to hit that rock bottom state and the universe is like, oh, wait, you. You didn't know about this numerology thing? Here, let me let me tell you about that real quick. And nice. so, like, so it spoke right to your soul. Like, no, that makes so much sense. It's based on even just our conversation together when we had talked yeah, about yeah. my my numbers and stuff like that. So, I really do feel like you know the interpretation and the reverence for the information. Like, it can mm -hmm. really connect on a deeper level than almost anything else that I've come across. Wow, wow, that's beautiful, and that I think that's what's more most amazing about numerology. Actually, I think what cut me most about numerology was not its charm, which it has, or its mm -hmm. kindness, which it has, or even its accuracy, right? But what mm -hmm. cut me most was uh, the physical aspect of it, of it, the one that can be confirmed through science that is precise, because two plus two will always equal four, mm. right? So there is. There's an aspect there that corresponds to the energy, yes. and that makes makes sense to me. Yeah, no, that actually resonates deeply. It makes me think of like the of truth. Like truth is just something that always is. And these numbers, whether or not you know you speak a different language than me, if we know the same number system, like we're gonna get that same information and that same truth. You know, it's it's truly like a divine. Uh, language or if if you will and to me like it, I was just thinking in my head as you were talking about your story and coming across it like what was the thing that made you open up at this like very insecure moment where you had almost given up on your unique ability to to express yourself like what made you open up to this stranger beyond, you know, seeing your friend have a deep moving experience, like still that, that even could make you feel more hesitant because what if the things that he said to you didn't move you and weren't impactful? Like what made you, or do you know what that internal tug was? That was just like, I, I, I just, let me tell him my birthday. <laughs> well, I think that when I gave him my birthday, I didn't know that actually I wasn't the one opening up to him. It was the numbers opening me up, mm. right? And I just gave him that. Like, I, I didn't know the power of it. And when he started opening me, 
then 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 I felt it because when the number comes in, it resonates with something that is in you. It can be a memory, it can be something that it, that needs to heal or needs to be learned, right? Yes. And and then it comes to the consciousness, and that was so powerful, right? That it comes to you, and what came to me was my own dark my own darkness. Mm. He was just he was just telling me about an archetype, which is a number, but what came for me was myself, because that's my vibration. Wow. <laughs> we're both like oh, captivated <laughs> no yeah we had to let that moment breathe for a second wow. because like it's it's a true essence of like a, a transformative moment happening it's not just like you feeding into it or it feeding into you it's that like that like balanced interplay of you mm-hmm. like that energy co-mingling like that's why i like talking about like co-creation like it's not just Mm -hmm. me doing this or it's not just you doing you know having this conversation like it takes all of us to pay attention and figure out what we're doing here to Mm -hmm. like really it's it's a it's a collaborative effort right right (laughs) (laughs) and so like i want to kind of like pick up on the thread as far as like because that's definitely so true that Whenever you, you know, have certain um, knowledge on these numbers and you know about the archetypes, when you start telling that to other people, it just makes them instantly think of things. And it's like, you know, in the moment, I feel like I was interrupting you like, oh, that makes me think of this. Oh, that makes me think of that. But you really took that time to be like, oh, no, like, let's explore that. Like, let's try to figure out where that's what that means and what that's leading to and like why that came up right now as I brought that information out. Like. I really love how, you know, I can be engaged in the conversation and then it just kind of makes me think of something and it's not just like some ADHD moment where I'm just not paying attention. No, like that's the thing I should probably be paying attention to for a second. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. That's amazing. So like how long did it take you to study this information to the point where you felt comfortable to like start, you know, taking on other people, uh, you know, doing readings in that? Mm-hmm. Well, I've been studying for almost seven years now, and it has been wow. a constant study. And I, I believe when I was about five years into the learning process, I felt confident enough. It, it, it wasn't even like being confident enough. Mm. I think I was allowed to now go and do it with other people. Mm. Mm-hmm. I no, feel that, like allowed by my own intuition. That's no, that's perfect. Self. Yeah, it's not like you had this like goal, like study for three years and then do it and make a business plan out of it. As much mm-hmm. as like you, you treated this as a genuine path and not just like a hobby. Right. No, actually, like the way it it happened for me was that my first teacher he told me this is sacred. You should not reveal this around. You should not go mm. around and be telling people their numbers just like that because this is sacred information. Right, so I took it very seriously, and for five years I just studied it for myself, and I, I, yeah, I, I didn't, did go, I didn't go around just like mm-hmm. talking about numbers, right? And then one, 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 one occasion, I, I went to this ayahuasca ceremony, mm. and in the ayahuasca ceremony, I was revealed like healing aspects of numbers and they told me you were giving this tool to use it and now it's time to start using wow. it wow that is so right. perfect wow it, I'm, <laughs> I'm so grateful <laughs> really. yes. 
No, and, and that's so true. Like, you know, even even myself, I feel like you kind of build up um, this knowledge and this information. And it, it really did take like a deep psychedelic trip where I was able to have like a conversation with the universe slash myself and, you know, kind of be like, OK, so, you know, now your time to to do what you're supposed to be doing here. And it just gives you that like reassurance on like like that reaffirmation that it's time like you you kind of you kind of probably felt it and then now it, it was confirmed wow it's it's amazing how we all have our our moments and mm-hmm. right our evolution uh, steps so actually i think we we haven't even introduced what numerology is no i i completely agree with you like um because I, I there's like even different kinds of numerology from my understanding right. you you particularly um delve into like pythagorean numerology is that correct right right that's that's true um and you know i'm not quite sure of other names or even sometimes just like a catch-all term just for like just study of numbers so what would you define that as so, yes, it's true, there are different types of numerology. Um, numerology basically is the study of the vibration of numbers. That's what numerology is mm. to me and, this, and the meaning behind it, right? So, what are numbers, right? Mm-hmm. First, let's start from there. What is a number? Yeah. So, numbers, first you would say, so numbers are human symbols used to represent a certain frequency of the universe, right? They are human mm. symbols used to represent a frequency in, in the universe. The same way that happens with musical notes, for example, right? Like mm-hmm. do, re, mi, right? Mm-hmm. Mi would be just a human symbol used to represent a certain sound wave, yeah. a, a certain frequency. So that would be the first, the first layer of the understanding of, num- of a number. Pythagoras, however, he said that numbers do not only represent amounts, they are also living qualitative realities. Living qualitative realities. Wow. So the thing, the, the beautiful thing about numbers is that, um, right, the way that vibration, when we'll talk more about into vibration and mm-hmm. the, 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 its connection to numerology, but to start with the, the knowledge that vibration shapes reality, right? It shapes matter. It shapes us. The, dif- the only difference between a glass, like a cup, a cup and me would mm-hmm. be that the cup has a different vibration than mine, has a different energetic configuration than mine. Mm-hmm. But we are both all atoms just floating here, right? Mm-hmm. And through numerology, we can learn about our own energetic vibration. So, yeah. So, basically, numerology parts from the knowledge passed through Pythagoras that everything in the universe is energy, Right? Yeah. And I think that in these times, it may sound like too hippie or like mainstream, say like, we're all energy, you know, but no, like, <laughs> in fact, like scientifically, right. if we take a microscope, right, and look into ourselves, we would find that we are made of cells, which are made of molecules, which are made of atoms, which are made of electrons and protons, showing in the end that we are actually pure energy. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then now like an interesting thought would be if we are all at- atoms, the only thing that would distinguish us from one from each other would be our own our own energetic configuration mm. and through numerology we can learn about that 
Wow. So it's like your own like unique energetic signature and the numbers that make up your life are almost like that physical manifestation that you can then use to observe those qualities. Mm -hmm. Wow. You just blew my mind, Donna. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Are you kidding me? Do people know about this? Why was I trying to why was I trying to rush over the numerology like defining a number was crazy enough like (laughs) to me it's such a heady concept to consider that you know one of the most brilliant people in all of history was like oh yeah no no numbers are actually a real entity and that's been proven over and over and over again in deeper level mathematics like I'm obsessed with fractals are you familiar with those Mm -hmm. Anna yeah like I mean, I can definitely imagine you know what a fractal is. And it's so crazy, guys. I would, if you don't know what a fractal is, please look it up right now and yeah. see these images and just know that that is a number, like, algorithm mm-hmm. just being played out just being placed in like a, a, a specific generator that creates visuals but that's just a ever expanding deep number that just is self-similar across scales and like that proves that to me infinity is a real concept like it's not just a, something that you know philosophers talk of but just like you had mentioned about um, numbers that you know these are, are real things that exist or just like you're specifically you're mentioning about how we're all energy everything around us is energy once you boil it down to the microscopic level that we are practically just like beings of light essentially mm-hmm. yeah amazing <laughs> and the cool thing is that like with this we don't only gain an intellectual uh tool right to know ourselves but actually a practical tool because if we understand that we are all energy then we can understand also that we have a positive and a negative polarity in it, within mm. us, right? And if we know the numbers in which we tend to go when our, when our uh, energy is going in positive vibrations, which numbers we tend to, then we can work on those numbers and nourish those numbers, right? Nourish those energies. And when we catch ourselves vibrating in our low vibration, the dense one, the, the one that brings us down, mm. then we can also recognize those energies and be able to polarize and to choose because we are now able to distinguish. No, that's so beautiful. But it makes me uh, wonder, when you say like those numbers that you would maybe want to like work on or what have you, would that be coming from like understanding what your personal number for that particular month would be? Or like, do you mean almost like coming across and just seeing numbers throughout your daily life and you notice like positive things or is potentially related at all? <laughs> I think... Um, I will have to say the three, the one, the two that you said, and one more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Please tell us this, the third hidden one. The third one would be that um, the numerology, one way that it can be uh, placed out is that first, there is numerology for my per- per personality, mm. right? So the, pers- the numerology that delineates a person's character and positive and negative polarities within his own energetic fields, the vibration the rate of vibration in which he exists and vibrates, right? Mm. So that would be the first part, the right. personality. The second part would be what you said, like your personal month, right? Mm. And now, okay, you are this, this entity of energies co-flowing, right? Okay, yeah. so now the universe also has 
cycles and nature has cycles, right? There are cycles for everything in nature. Nature is so wise and it's cyclic. So what numerology helps us with is to know the cycle we are in in respect with the universe and align to it, align to the cycle of the universe instead of wanting to impose our will when Mm. we want our times, right? Then you find out that as you do that, you're actually doing alchemy because as you align the internal, the the external also aligns. Wow. <laughs> Amazing cabrita, by the way. No, it's so beautiful. Um, so no, that makes so much sense. It's it's like it's like the one and the two merged together for the three mm-hmm. led to a beautiful synthesis of like manifestation. Mm, wow. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. <sighs> So where I mean, do you want to where do yeah. you want to go next? So I mean honestly that that kind of answered my question but that I had posed to you before we even started recording in the sense of um when I was wondering based on you know my own reading that we had done a couple months back um as far as you know the some of the things that I'm noticing as far as my particular month structure of you know these these numbers that are coming across and what to expect from it and then like you're saying like the universe has its own cycles with with like a universal month so i've actually heard you on another podcast again see freeze this esoteric life podcast like you do monthly you know universal readings which i think are very beneficial like i've been sending those to friends like yo you need to listen to this yeah like it's it's very um potent information but it's like very accessible where you know you you're able to relay it and and see free you guys are able to have like this really good chemistry i don't know like i think it's beautiful yeah. but um i'm literally that's like my favorite ongoing like um yeah it's also amazing yeah, like, he's, yes wow, he's a good one no for real but that's like my favorite <laughs> like series on any anything whether that's netflix or whatever it's the your numerology forecast for bam you know i'm, I'm already ready for july to come wow. out I'm so honored. <laughs> Wait, there's a lot of work to do in May yet. <laughs> Hold your houses. Oh, uh, no, you're so, no, yeah, you're not lying. Yeah, no, June, June has barely even begun. What am I talking about? Yeah, I'm always so ahead of myself, huh? Is that something we got to look into? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, um, yeah, so, yeah. It's an emotional month. We'll, yeah. We can also talk about that if you want. Uh, whenever, uh, we can yeah, no, go for in sure. whichever order we, we want. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's, that's the me, beauty know, of here. Um, so yeah, like that's what it makes me wonder. Cause you know, there's like beautiful opportunities that are all around us and, you know, I, I'm blessed to be able to tune in and, and, you know, foster some of these, um, relationships with people. And, you know, then I also see that like, maybe, you know, June for me, it's a four month. So that, right. that it speaks about being, you know, structure and orderly, getting your crap together, you know, working on things that need to get done. Don't procrastinate, clear out your physical space, free up your space for energy as well. Um, it's also mm-hmm. necessary to have some hard talks and do that hard work as well as, you know, don't expect results. Just be present and patient with your work and just, you know, build that structure. So that's what I had written down from our notes. And, Mm. you know, I do see a lot of opportunities for this to present itself. 
And just one thing I was wondering is like, what happens when there's like a beautiful opportunity like is that may not necessarily come in line with that information? Is that do you do you think that's like a way for maybe like the universe to maybe test slash tempt you into like hey you know doing something or like because that was like my thing as far as it being like maybe something that's like a trend you should be looking out for and when you make your decisions Mm -hmm. rather than like just something you strictly adhere to right so the, the the way that i look at time numerology is that numerology like the number of the moment we are in just tells us about an available energy Right? It talks about an energy that is available, that we are currently vibrating on. And um, actually, we choose if we take that energy or not. Mm. We have free will, right? We can choose if we make the most of it or not, right? And it's, it's okay, you know, like not everyone has to do maybe the best thing, but it is true that every decision we make brings us to a different vibration uh, level. Right mm-hmm. at frequency level. Yeah. So, you know, even even with our with our food, right? If we eat um, high vibrational food, such as um, right plants, uh, fruits, vegetables, right? Yeah, living, beautiful, right, right, like right, nutritious. Vibrant. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Colorful. Then we become so, right? <laughs> and when we when we have low vibrational food, such as you know, like. Donuts, right? I mean, they're mm. they're super yummy. Don't get me wrong. But like they're low vibrational, right? Mm-hmm. Then that's what happens to us as well, right? So same with choices. This is the energy available to you. You can mm. take it or you can leave it, and that and that that's your choice. That's so beautiful because like it it was kind of like an intuition like that's it's always like that third thing that combines the two, but it's like what you're putting your focus on. You know, and that, you know, again, brings you back to that, like, scientific study where, you know, is, is something a wave or a particle and all that matters is what the scientist is, is trying to observe and that's what they see. So it's like, you know, you can either, you know, like you said, not feed into that particular energetic path or you can feed into that particular energetic path. And, you know, sometimes it has consequences and sometimes the other decision would have consequences. Right. They they would all have consequences, right? Because like that's a, like the effect, cause um, and effect, yes, cause and effect, right? Yeah, cause and effect. No, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of leads me to because like you did bring up that like the universe has its own cycles, and it kind of sounds like based on you know your own personality, then will come a little bit of the interplay between your own personal month. But how does like the the personal month kind of come across when like for you know? Like I said, June was or currently is a, a four month for me. How would that come into play? Because if I'm not wrong, June was a six month for the Universal. Uh, June of 2019. Yes, ma'am. Or was I wrong? June. Yeah, it, June 2019 is a nine. A nine. Month. There it is. Yes. And so, like that was about you know like completing cycles and and um. You know, some other, like, consolidation, if right, I remember, that was, like, a big, yeah. We can talk about June if you want. Like, I think your question is very, very interesting, uh, which is, what is the difference, or, like, how do they affect each like other? Like, the interplay, the yeah. The personal, right? right, yeah. And I, like, I imagine it more like, imagine, like, a universe, uh, like, a circle, right? And that's mm-hmm. the universe. Mm-hmm. And that is, like, the... Um, the universal energy in which we all vibrate. 
And then within that big circle, we can have we can find subcircles, like smaller circles, circles yeah. inside, like subuniverses. Mm. And that is your own personal energy. So what happens is you are floating in the in the universal, but you are also dealing with your personal. Mm. So by knowing both and knowing how they interplay, then you can make the most out of that specific moment. Wow. No, I, I really like that um, analogy <laughs> you just made because like I kind of even like imagined it with like kind of like fluid and like mm. like um, just like the kind of like curvature of, of space that Einstein talks about where, you know, it'd be like you have that that big outer circle, which you would have like a slower moving, but it affects every other thing around it. And so like, you know, your own personal number, it's going to have like maybe a more like like in your face noticeable Mm -hmm. um situations like i'd say like even just reading half of that uh june 4 for me is like you know i already know all the work i need to put in and all the stuff i have to do um but when it comes to the the universal it's it that's it subtly affects everything but it's not as in your face and like kind of like about it right i think like especially june this month people might may have felt it more right um Mm -hmm. In numerology, we have three types of numbers. We have uh, mental numbers, emotional numbers, and material numbers. And the numbers present in June 2019 are only and seldom emotional numbers. There are no mental, there are no material, just emotional. So you may have felt it so far. I've definitely felt it. Oh, my goodness. How emotions are just like everywhere right and they're Mm -hmm. rising up Mm -hmm. yeah and that's because those are the numbers present in this month universally that's so um wild actually like i didn't know that there was like because like to me i'm sorry but that that reminds me a little bit of like the like astrology zodiac how like a sign would have you know water um you know an element connected to it i had no idea that there were particular ways that the numbers would be interpreted that they would have um like leaning towards would you say mental emotional and physical mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think like astrology i don't i i don't know enough about astrology no, to talk yeah. about it but i definitely can tell that it is another language right to mm. interpret and understand the universe and while I respect it very much, I, I think I, if I had to choose again, I'd choose numerology just because yeah. the preciseness of numbers. It's not, it, there's not a lot for interpretation when the numbers are saying something very precise. No, that's so true because like it's a lot of like up for interpretation whenever you kind of come across astrology stuff. And like it, it's, it's, it's not necessarily like that at all. It's more like kind of like for numerology, it's just plain right there. It, I mean, there are some amazing astrologers, and astrology, I think, is a very serious and, like, valuable, also, like, uh, language and and science, if you will, like, Mm. proto-science, as Seyfried says, Mm. Um, but I definitely can speak and defend numerology. (laughs) No, I really really respect that, and I don't want to come across as, like, I don't believe in necessarily astrology as much as numerology or what have you, but I do um, feel like... The, the weight and impact behind what you're saying as far as the preciseness of numbers 
And um, you're right, it is, you know, you do have to master your craft in either of these realms to actually make a, a big positive impact. And I think that's a little bit of the issue is like, if you come across somebody who, you know, may not be well versed or may not have the right intention and right study behind what they're doing, and you can easily just dismiss something like astrology, tarot, numerology, any of these kind of more sacred proto-sciences that are not understood by, you know, modern world for sure for sure i think that this this knowledge used uh in the wrong way could also be a, a weapon right mm. um actually like even to 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 first start to learn this back to pythagorean area right where, like, where he was teaching and he was in his school just like mastering this system um to be to be admitted in the school you needed to spend Five years of complete silence. Take a vow of silence of mm. five years. Why? To learn to hold your tongue, right? It, it was to, to learn that the power of the word is so enormous that it would be only wise to pronounce a word when it would better the silence. Wow. Mm. So, I mean, this is a tool. It's like not yes. a game, you know? No, no. And it's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Like, the first thing I thought, because I've, I've heard of, um, you know, like the Pythagorean mystery school that was like the first requirement is a vow of silence for five years. But, um, you know, this was my first time actually hearing your story and how you came across numerology. And, you know, obviously you didn't not speak for five years, but it almost <laughs> sounded like you didn't necessarily speak of numerology for five years. Oh wow! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so you had like a vow of silence when it came to the, you know your study oh on god. this. Oh my god! Thank you, friend. <laughs> I've never seen that before that way. That's amazing. Yeah, no, like that was like literally the first thing that came to my mind is like, hold on, like I don't know if this was like <laughs> intentional, but obviously, you know, you you didn't have, you can't like shape your <laughs> ayahuasca yeah. journey or anything yeah. like that so no it's just you know further confirmation that's so beautiful wow thank you for that that's beautiful yes yeah actually um another interesting thing about pythagoras and his school mm -hmm. is that to be admitted students were required to meditate on a symbol or a number right so they were given certain amount to meditate on it and then after that they would come and exposed to the, like, just like, explain what they what they received right what they got mm. and there was only one type of person that could enter his school immediately without having to pass through this test of the meditating the symbol and see if your consciousness was high enough mm -hmm. to be in that frequency and the only type of people would be the ones whose life path whose mission mm -hmm. it was a seven Ooh. seven those were Im Im immediately admitted wow you can start your silence whenever you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. And I think it's because um, seven is a number of knowledge and truth. And Pythagoras saw that these people were born to know the mysteries, to mm. learn them. Mm -hmm. That's so that's a that's amazing. So was it Pythagoras himself that kind of came across or like? maybe put aside the information you know like set it in stone kind of thing like as far as like life path numbers or is that something that was even studied before his time do you know i think um i believe different cultures have studied numbers in from like mm -hmm. before pythagoras even mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. uh the hebrews the Kab right the kabbalists are, are great in the yes, world yes right? yes uh, that's well that's a big one and very important one also 
the Chinese also used numerology, the, the Egyptians. Mm. And it's just, I believe that's the beauty of, number, of numbers, that they are actually a universal language, right? Cultures mm -hmm. that have never met each other uh, use the, like the same calculation systems. Yeah. No, you aren't right. lying. No. Mm -hmm. um, so like, I guess maybe, maybe a little bit more like precise way to ask that would just be like, maybe specifically the life path number. Mm -hmm. Is mm -hmm. that something that was born out of the Pythag Pythagorean numerology? Yes. Okay. So that, that's a little so bit. Is. Yeah. So as far as like, <laughs> um, and then could we maybe like just breach that a little bit as far as like, how would one come across their own life path number other than doing just like a, a search online and then just reading some article? Right. So it's a really, really simple formula. All you need to do is you write down in a paper all of your birthday, your complete okay. birthday, and then you sum one digit by one digit until you get an, uh, an, another number. If that second number is two digits, mm -hmm. you sum up these two digits again until you get one. That, that reduction is called... Um, at theosophic addition, which means mm. changing a number and translating it into vibration, right? Wow. Mm. Oh, I didn't know there was like an actual term for when, you know, how you're, how, what that is, what that's called. That's beautiful. Theosophic addition. Sounds like a, sounds like a song name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, so... I actually had a, a, a follow-up question that I, this is something like I've wondered for such a long time. And, you know, now I got somebody that studied this for quite a while. Um, when it comes to the the people who have maybe like a double number in their life path, like have you heard of someone that might be like an 11 life path number or mm -hmm. I don't even know if this is real, but is there potentially like a 33 life path number? <laughs> so... In numerology, we have uh, the regular numbers like one to nine, right, mm -hmm. and the zero, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then we have master numbers. Master, master numbers, Master numbers yeah. are numbers that do not reduce, so 11, 22, 33, and then you can go 44, 55. Okay, 55. okay, but like the repeating numbers. Those numbers don't vibrate right now. Right, right, they, they repeat, right? They mm. hold their vibration together, mm. and in that sense, they double their potential. Wow. So master numbers stay as master numbers uh, in numerology, but they, they come also with a responsibility and a choice, right? If you have the potential, because remember, this is all potential energy, right? Mm -hmm. If you have mm -hmm. the potential and you were born here to be a master, right? Which, by the way, in your own chart, uh, it shows that you yourself are a master, right? Mm. The 11 is a spiritual master. Mm. And so... When you are a master, you have a choice. You can either vibrate as a master, and it takes, it will, it will uh, come with responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. Or you can choose to vibrate as the base, which one, which be two, right? One and one. Okay. Two. Okay. Oh. So it doesn't mean that the two uh, is worse than the eleven. No. Right. It doesn't mean anything. There's it's no just, like better. There's no better. I don't use the B word when it comes to numerology. Right. It's just. <laughs> it's just the two is not 11, right? It's, mm -hmm. that, it's like a different notch of that vibration, a different step of evolution. That's so wild that you can, um, like, you know, 
as far as embody one aspect versus the other aspect. And if I do recall, even from your previous episodes with C free, there's like even positive and negative, like you mentioned, even in this episode, like polarities to these numbers. Mm -hmm. And so like, um, anytime you want to study your, your own life path number, or maybe like we can potentially even get into like how you can figure out your own number for the month, like your own personal number. Oh, for sure. Um, and then like, so how, what would be in your opinion, like a good, like resource if, you know, for somebody to study themselves, like as far as like they want to, they're interested in this topic, like what would be potentially like a good book or maybe do you know of an online resource that people would be able to go to that like they'd be able to look up this information? Yeah, for sure. There is some really good books uh, in English, actually. There are more than in Spanish. Okay. There's this really great one that is called Numerology, The Complete Guide. And it's uh, by Matthew Oliver Goodwin. Mm. That's a good one. Um, also, I think my best advice for learning, mm-hmm. uh, like an occult knowledge or science or mm-hmm. sacred knowledge, yeah. would be to learn directly from a person, right? From someone who is transmitting the knowledge to you and it's reflecting back and forth with you. So that's the way that I, I, I believe it's more nurturing to learn. Okay. No, I, I really, I really respect that. And I could see how that, that really takes it to another level as far as like your, your actual ability to get this information. Like you said, that balance between, you know, getting that master to teach you this information versus like just kind of going meandering about by yourself, looking into some of the stuff, not having that structure is like, Hey, this is what you should be looking into versus like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be checking that part out. It's not really, it's not really nothing to that. Yeah. Or, or I mean, do both, right? If you can mm. do both. Oh both no. Yeah. By, by all <laughs> means, like I would, I, I, one of my favorite th- things to say is like everything in moderation and even moderation. Like we, we can't just, oh, wow. you can't even just do anything just by the golden mean. You even sometimes have to use the golden mean on itself and, mm-hmm. and sometimes just enjoy yourself. So if we could synthesize it all together, um, I completely agree. Having, you know, somebody that you learn the information from as well as like an individual study that mm-hmm. provides like impeccable results. Right. So thank you so much. Yeah. Like you said, uh, numerology, the complete study. Yeah. Numerology, the complete study by Matthew Oliver Goodwin. Mm. That is a great one. Um, though that talks more about character delineation a lot. And then one that is amazing that is just wow it's one of my favorite books Mm -hmm. it's one by shirley blackwell lawrence and it's called the secret science of numerology the hidden meaning of numbers and letters that is amazing shirley blackwell lawrence yeah like you've already sold me like as soon as i am done with this podcast with you and i'm downloading the (laughs) audio like the first thing i'm doing is going on (laughs) abebooks.com and i am buying that book like are you kidding me the name and even just how you were talking about it like i could hear a certain provenance upon like you're just how you were saying it so no i really appreciate you sharing those two like wealth of like resources like i'm so so appreciative um oh. <laughs> and I, the yes. that brought them to heck me, yes <laughs> yeah no that's really how i like to think of it is like it's it's mm. just so it's such a blessing to be kind of like a conduit that like just receives this beautiful information that other people have you know put so much time and effort and love into putting out there 
Right. And sharing the light, right? Because that's what we're yeah. here for. Yeah. Like, it's like I'm just like, share the light with the consciousness. Exactly. Um, so that made me want to like just follow back into um, since we had talked about how you could come across like your own individual life path number. Um, is that sure. something that how would you then come across like your own personal month number? Right. OK, so um, per, just personal month, right? Mm hmm. OK, so personal month, what do you do? OK, so first need for to get the personal month, you need to be forget your personal year. Okay. So what you do is the following. You write down your day of birth, your month of birth, and the uh, the current year. Okay. The current year. So in your case, if you were born um, on the 20th of, right? Mm -hmm. November. November. Yeah. Then you would put 1 plus 1 plus 2 plus 0 mm -hmm. plus 2019, which would be 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 9. Easy. So then, once <laughs> you get, <laughs> so once you get that number, and how do you would you add that up to the current month? As in, um, like January would be one. Right. So then, what 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 do you get from that? Um. So that would be two, four, six, plus ten, sixteen, seven. Seven. Right. So seven would you would be your personal. Uh, personal year. year Remembering yeah. that we ha we are in a three universal year. Mm -hmm. So your energies right now would be the seven and the three playing playing together. And then what we do next is once we already have our personal year number, mm -hmm. then we just take the number of the month and uh, sum it to that personal, okay. personal month. For example, let's say that I am in a three personal year mm -hmm. and i want to know what's the numerology the numerology for january so january is the first month right so i would do three of my year plus one the first month and that would be a four personal month mm -hmm. right so that would be my personal month a four so january would be a four month for me mm. And that actually brings up a, a question that I had. Um, this was like a long time ago, but you actually just r reminded me. Um, is there anything to, because like just to me, it would seem like you're more in tune with the universe if your n personal number was the same as the universal number. Is there anything to that? What do you mean that you are more in tune with the universe? I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> as far as like, would your would your personal number always be the same as the universal if you were to add them up like like next year over the next year over the next year would they always be the same? Mm, no, actually, only if you okay only if the sum of your day and your month uh, is nine. Okay. Only if it is nine, oh. it will always be in accordance to the universal. Yes. Otherwise, it will be different. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that you are um, necessarily more in tune or not with the frequency. More like you have different lessons to to learn in that moment, different okay. energies to go to transit through, right? And it could be the same one doubled, 
doubled mm. in doubled in intensity or it mm. can be different ones okay no that's very helpful i appreciate that because like you know it definitely keeps me uh being humble you know coming across like if i ever have the same universal year with the same personal year like i don't gotta be like <laughs> oh yeah this is everything's manifesting this year baby like it's all coming up sevens so yeah no i really appreciate exactly. you know like relaying it that because there's different aspects of these numbers and it's not like you're learning one lesson from a number. So I could see how, you know, having it be the same could potentially double down the same lesson or just multiply different things that you might have to come across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what do you think about maybe getting into Nikola Tesla a little bit? Maybe we can just banter back and forth what we know about him. Like I can start because I'm a little bit it. of a fanboy. So I'm not saying I know everything about this guy, but he has been some of research for a little bit. I love that. Okay, cool. So Nikola Tesla, if nobody is familiar with this guy and they just associate Tesla with an electronic car, then let me tell you some information. This gentleman was born July 10th, 1856, and he, around the turn of the century, had became one of the most prominent like scientists and inventors of the entire world. He had come to America. He had worked under... Um, Thomas Edison and you know even kind of rivaled him from from that point on after working underneath him for a little bit and one of the big things that Tesla is still known for to this day is creating alternating current which is still how like electricity for the most part is being sent and you know even just how like my computer's being powered and your you know stuff's being powered is for the most part uh, alternating current getting sent through wires and what have you so you know standing to the test of time some of his um inventions like he's also helped create the technology behind like wireless transmission so another you know we're we're talking to each other through the internet right now you know he his in um technology that he helped invent and create you know is still used to this day in radar and um, just so many beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Um, how I kind of came across him was there was um, like a musical um, gentleman named Cannabis. He had talked about Nikola Tesla and I'd start watching documentaries about him. And there's like a conspiracy that he wanted to create free energy on this planet. And so that he had um, created like this this huge tower called the Wardenclyffe Tower in New York. And it was funded by J.P. Morgan. And then once they discovered that there was no way to um, like put a, a monitor or like a meter on the energy that was being produced, um, J.P. Morgan just completely cut him off and pretty much blackballed Nikola Tesla for the rest of his life. So that had always been, you know, my my thing is like, you know, we got to bring back the free free energy. We got to be putting Tesla towers all across the world. Like there's like like he had even planned like if you put them in the certain thirteen places or key places around the world, you would just have to have like some kind of like receiver on a piece of technology, and everything would just work whenever you needed oh, wow. it to. Yeah, and so like. He he was just into deep um, meditation. Like, I do know that he was into, like, some Swami. I can't remember his last name. I can't imagine it was Swami Vivekananda, but it could have potentially been. But, you know, some, some Eastern meditation practice as well as just having, like, flashes of... Um, 
he he created uh what was it some kind of inductive motor or something and it was just it 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 just flashed in his mind in just one moment and he could just like 3d in his head like walk around it and and see it and know how all the parts moved and you know he was definitely one of the these most brilliant people and one of my favorite quotes regarding him is uh albert einstein said he was asked like what's it like to be the most intelligent person on the entire planet and he had said like why don't you go ask nikola tesla Wow. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's, that's pretty much what I know about that gentleman. What did you come across when you came, when you were looking him up? So, I, I, well, I love that because everything just like lines up with numbers. No way. No way. Um, Okay. So, Nikola Tesla was born, right, um, the 10th of July, 1856, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That gives us as a central line in, so, the central line of a person has four, four main digits, okay? One is who we are in the inside, right? The energy that moves within us, like, in the sense of how we talk to ourselves, how we interact with ourselves. And then a different one is the one, the external one, how we interact with others, how, mm-hmm. we, how, we, talk, how we speak with others. And these two energies are uh, represented in, the, in this central line. Mm-hmm. Then the third element is something that we are like something that we are holding back from maybe past lives or ancestral karma, right? An energy mm. that hasn't been transcended and it's like they're just like pendant and we come with the tools to transcend it in this lifetime. And then the fourth one and the final one, that would be your life path or your mission, uh, the way I know it. And that would be the reason why you're here. Like if we sum all of your, not all of your birthday, that's, that tells us where your energy is going mm. and that is your life path. So if we look at Nikola's tels- te- Nikola Tesla's um, central line, yeah. we see that he has seven one two one. Those are those are his central numbers. Mm-hmm. Seven one two one. So we see first that um, there is a double one, right? Mm-hmm. The one is the number of a pioneer. Actually, um, it, 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 it is a number of someone who comes to do something new, to open a new path, wow. right? That is actually his life path number, his mission, right? What, what he came to do mm. here, to open a new way. Um, the ones are people who tend to do things differently than others, right? They come to open new paths that, that weren't walked before, right? And that's definitely what he did. No, that is like, to know that it was his life path number, that is exactly what he embodied. Like, he had created new everything, light bulbs, like, new way of even just interfacing with technology. Like, that's so crazy. Right. And what is also, like, what's also very, very accurate and amazing is that, like, the one is the number that defines precisely what he did, right? The one is the number of innovation, of movement, of, mm. of progress, mm. of, the, of the power of the, of the individual, right? Wow. Of the one. So that is what he came to do. <laughs> That's amazing. Hmm. Um, right, so that one is doubled in his chart. Then he has a seven, which the seven is... The, knowledge, the, the number of knowledge and truth. Remember, we were mm-hmm. talking earlier about how like, people with the seven life path were admitted directly into Pythagoras school, right? Yeah, yeah. And he didn't have it in his life path, but he did have it in his central line. And the seven talks about someone who is here to learn, right? To expand their consciousness, um, to be able to reach 
the to truth and wisdom. Those are the, are the numbers of seven, the, the energies of seven, truth and wisdom. Right? So that's mm. like, sounds like Nikola Tesla. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, he even, he even said stuff like, people are like, you know, how does it feel that, you know, they're stealing your patents and they're stealing your technology? And he's like, you know, I don't, I don't care that they're stealing my information. <laughs> I just, you know, I would much rather that they had their own information to, to bring about themselves. Like, he, he was just somebody that wanted this out to everybody. Like, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I'm not charging for my podcast. I don't charge for, you know, any kind of, like, spiritual type of service that i try to put out there because like i just want it to be experienced and and you know like appreciated for what it is and not uh, some kind of like way for me to make money off of it at this moment you know when you say this um something comes to my mind that is not specifically related to numerology <laughs> but uh just if if you would like me to share my yes, opinion on what no, you please. said um, so I think that most, m- many of us have this misconception when it comes to the energy of money, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like we've been put, it, put into guilt, even that spiritual uh, work cannot be charged. And if it's uh, touched by money, then it's contaminated with impurity or something like this. Uh, right. I, I know I have experienced that, that feeling, right? And actually, the way that this very wise... Uh, well, yeah, teacher or a mm-hmm. guide, I would say, put it for me was, money is just an energy, right? What you what you do with the energy is actually what counts, right? So he said, it's not it's not money that is evil, it's the love for money that is evil, right? So money yes. itself is not evil; it's just an energy. So actually, if you're in a spiritual path and you're gaining money and you're making money, and with that money you're mm. making even more content or content or helping even more mm-hmm. people, then th- that energy is being used amazingly because you are a light worker and you use that energy to work in the light and for the light. Yes, no, I, that's definitely a message I know I needed to hear because, like, it, it does feel like the the more you you look into things, like you could see like how evil people have so much money and like you know oh my gosh if you have money now you're evil that's a bad Mm. you know connection to make because like you're like you're mentioning and like as other people know it's like this is energy this like currency Mm. like it's like a current you know like it's like a sea of currents Mm. you know these are both energy things like it makes complete sense and and just having like that internal block you know even just to be like oh well you know if i was to charge for this then that makes me less of you know authentic or what Mm -hmm. have you like that could be why a lot of us have like a bad relationship with money or the manifestation of that bad uh, you know it's just the more the more we're just putting up that limitation and barrier then we don't need to exactly so no i really appreciate you you know bringing that up (laughs) heck yeah (laughs) thank you thank you um yeah so nikola tesla right <laughs> exactly no so like basically i was just getting at like he he didn't care that people even took his stuff he just wanted his his knowledge out there for everybody mm-hmm. to have it the truth and mm-hmm. wisdom for all right and i don't know if you know anything about like his personal life or even his like married life because nikola tesla the number that he has in this energy that he's carrying right he's like he comes to tran- to transit through with more more effort probably is a two 
And the two talked about relationships, about connection with others, right? So I don't know if he was like more of a secluded person. Or oh, I know, like I know a lot about this actually. Yes, mm-hmm. um, he was very secluded person. He was mm-hmm. celibate his entire life. He oh. did not, um, from my understanding, like have any kind of relationship, any close relationship. And it was even kind of said towards the end of his life, he had like a. Um, like I don't want to like put you know put any kind of bad thing out there about him, but like he he was known to like love pigeons. Like he had a mm-hmm. bunch of pigeons that mm-hmm. lived in his um apartment, and that he was supposedly had a like a romantic relationship with a particular pigeon. Oh yeah, I read about this. He really loved his pigeons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like um, so what would the two in that sense of like where you're kind of like a recluse? What would that mean? Right. So it means that the two comes to to the two comes to work on relationships right why even like the way the universe flowed first there was the one only the one existed in the universe Mm -hmm. and when the two appears then relationship appears as well because before there wasn't any relationship there was just one right now there's a relationship and that's where the two comes to work on on the relationship so if he has it in a hard spot it might mean that he had more trouble connecting with others right Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so also interesting is that I looked up some like events in his life, um, just like two main events where he was when when it was first when he gets to America, right, mm-hmm. and he meets and then works with Edison. Yes, um, it was in eighty eighty four. That for him was uh, an eleven personal year. The eleven, as we spoke before, is the spiritual master. Right, so when mm. we are in an eleven energy, something comes in our life to realign us with with where we're supposed to go. So that definitely for him, like you know, um, arriving to the United States and meeting uh, Edison, working with him, that definitely aligned him. And then the master number also brings us the masters, right? So the specialists, the people we're going to learn from, mm. especially under an eleven uh, energy. So he definitely met his. His master at the time, Edison, which we later, um, yeah, like overcame. How 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 do you say that? Um, like I feel like they 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 became rivals at, at later on in life. You know, they 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 went from like you did definitely mention like um, Tesla came over pretty much at the with um, Edison's help. Like you know, he came to America and he did a lot of his uh, epic truly like integral work here and it, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for you know kind of edison bringing that opportunity about you know um nikola tesla could have still been in like serbia which is where he's from and you know not to yeah. say that that there wasn't any opportunity there but he may not have you know been able to amass as much money to be able to fund his experiments the way that he had after he had met uh edison so mm-hmm. that's a really good way to put it like Honestly, like, I'm extremely impressed that you had um, even looked up, like, his individual um, year for that particular moment. Like, that's that's very thorough. I really appreciate that. <laughs> it, but it, it does bring, like, really good insight, like, in mm-hmm. that fact that, like, this was a very pivotal moment and that did, like, align him exactly with, like, where he needed to be and where he needed to go and what he needed to do here as his mm-hmm. one life path. <laughs> that's amazing, right? Yeah. Just like numbers are so precise. Yeah. And yeah, that's exactly what was moving that year personally for him. 
And then the next day that I found that was I thought interesting was the year that he uh, founds Tesla Electric Company, mm-hmm. and that is in eighty eighty seven, which for him well, it was it was uh, three years right after he started right. working with Edison. Yeah, and it was for him a five personal year, and the five is the number of change. Actually, mm. the five is the most unstable energy because it comes after the four, right after the box. It comes to break the box, to take us out of our comfort zone and into movement and into creation of something different. So five means change and freedom. So it sounds like founding this Tesla electric company also was intended to bring him to his own freedom, right? He had met the master before, previously in the 11, and now it was time to set free. And that's when he founds Tesla Electric Company. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> and that's so that's so wild. And like, oh my gosh! Like you like we just only picked like two events. Like I I literally have something that's like almost every big event that ever happened to him. And if I would have sent you this page, we probably could have had like a seven hour podcast on, you know, like what, what was going on on this day for him and then why that would happen. That'd be too, too crazy of a point by point. But I, I, I am very, very appreciative and impressed that you had um, looked into what he was currently, you know, dealing with on a energetic level and how that kind of manifested because that's that's perfect because he did break free from you know edison at that point and was doing his own thing and like you said it it made a lot of changes and and it makes so much sense that that was a year a uh, five year for him mm-hmm. that was a five that was a five yeah and then it was it was crazy that we can recognize in our own lives how when we were presented a five-year things changed right because that's what the energy of the five comes to do. So we can, we can see it uh, rep- represented in Tesla's life for sure. But we can also see it in ourselves because it's in universal language. So that's what, for, to me, that's awesome. <laughs> no, I'm completely in agreement yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, so, no, I mean, that, that's basically all of our talking points. So from this point on, I mean, I'm just just so thankful of you and your time and and just being able to make this work with me like um not the listeners don't necessarily know but i tried a new way of recording that just didn't really work out and anna was like literally the most impeccable person that i could have had for this um little trial run because um we have done what it was almost like well over an hour worth of beautiful content for you people so i'm so happy I'm so happy to, uh, if you would like, I would propose to just maybe wrap up with two yeah, things. Yeah, The first would be talk about the three, six, nine sequence that Tesla mm. honored so much, right? And talk so much about it, like maybe like uh, try to explore a little bit what it means and and why he said what he said. And then the last one would be just like um, do a brief... Or, or we could do two things actually. Can you tell me how much how, how much um, how much time we have? The first one would be to give like um, a brief summary of June 2019, like yes, this universal energy yes. that we're moving in. And then the other one would be if people already know how they got their personal year, mm-hmm. then just going uh, like a line or two about each personal year and what's the main lesson or task for that year that you're living. Anna, that is so, yes, perfect, because, like, (laughs) I really wanted to leave um, the audience with, like, just something that they could, you know, really dive into from after this point, and I think that um, 
I completely forgot about the cor- correction, uh, the correlation between three, six, and nine, and how we talked about <laughs> that. Because like that is one of these like m- like mystical quotes that I see people all the time. Like, what does he mean? And I know myself is like I haven't necessarily did a good dive into the numerology behind some of this stuff. So, if you would please tell us what do you know about the three, six, nine relationship and like how this like comes into play here. Wow. Okay. Wow. So I think it's a big, big task. I, I don't think I'll be up, uh. up to all of it, you know? Um, it would be conceited of me to, to think so. But Nikola Tesla said that if only you would know the magnificence of the three, six, and nine, you would have a key to the universe. Mm. Those words, his words, as, as he appears quoted, right? Yeah. So what does that um, mean? Um, well, I, I, I wouldn't dare to give a full answer. Of that, right? <laughs> that, is a but, huge, uh, that is a huge question. <laughs> but definitely in the three, the six and nine, we can see this rhythm of continuance of the universe, this rhythm of movement and creative rhythm that the universe has, right? The three is a number of creativity. So the first creation like appears. And then the six is about... Uh, balance, right? And then expansion is double three, right? So mm. in actually in a time of a time period, for example, it would be a moment of fertility, right? Of reproduction. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's the next stage, right? First we are created, then we, the second stage would be like we, we balance, we grow, we expand, we reproduce. And then the nine, the nine is the ending of the cycle. So the mm. nine would be the end, right? The wrapping up, the consolidation of the whole process behind it. And then it starts again. 369369 and we can see this pattern in a lot of um just like different aspects of nature even and reality Oh my goodness. Like I don't know how you just put together like a, a 2 minute like sound bite that literally it it to me it, like explain like the Mayan cyclical calendar. Like I'm just envisioning like just all of all of time just being a cycle and 3 6 9 mm-hmm. being like, you know, on a on your watch or like the the three like the coordinates like you have 12 at the top, you got 3, you got 6, you got 9 and then oh, bam, wow. it's just like it's just a the way that you were able to paint that picture was so beautiful. Wow, thank you. Wow, that clock thing is so true. I didn't notice that before. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. um, yeah, no, so um, one thing that you kind of even touched upon that I, th- I think is fascinating about the number nine is the fact that whenever you add the number up, you, you can end up getting back to nine and the same about like multiplying. Do you, don't you get the, or maybe I'm confusing it. If you add the number you plus not, nine. You're, not, you're right. Okay, so then, mm-hmm. but when you multiply them, you get back to the original number. Right. Uh, so, right. So, n- nine is a magic number in numerology. Mm. So, that's, it has different tricks. No? For example, the one that you mentioned, when you multiply any number by nine, the, the sum will give you nine again. So, nine times four is 36. Mm-hmm. Three plus six, nine. Yes. Right? And that happens all across the, if you, yeah, every single, numbers, right? every single number that you do that to, yeah. Right. So that would be one. The second uh, trick that nine has would be if you sum any number with nine, it will give you the same number. So mm-hmm. like nine kind of disappears. So mm-hmm. for example, uh, nine plus three gives us 12. Mm-hmm. One plus two, three again. Mm-hmm. So it like the, it's like the nine becomes invisible, right? In the sum. And the, the 
a third one that I mean I, I'm sure it had like no for sure right it would be if you sum the first eight numbers one plus two plus three plus four plus okay. five plus six plus seven plus eight plus nine mm-hmm. it would give you 36 and then 36 mm. would give you three plus six nine oh my again. goodness so it's the completion it's yes. the end of a cycle and it's it's like also like the the seed of the new beginning of the other cycle and like that's how it's always like connected to itself and that's so beautiful wow i love that (laughs) um one thing that i was thinking of which you know as a as being young like one of the first questions you'd ever ask somebody is like oh what's your favorite number what's your favorite number Mm -hmm. have you ever like thought about the significance of you know having a number that just resonates with you you know something that as a young child you like this is my favorite number i always like this number and then it kind of like growing up like do you feel like there's a significance behind that particular number for the individual Mm -hmm. So it's funny because uh, a lot of times when people like come to a consultation and we start talking about their numbers, they see that maybe one of their numbers in the central line or their intuition mm-hmm. or something was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that has been my lucky number my whole life. I didn't, right, knew, I, right, I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know I have it, you know? And the thing is, when we, you, when we feel attracted to a certain energy, mm-hmm. it's because we have that energy in us, right? So that's, that's what we're resonating. That's why we feel attracted to it because we're vibrating there also. So probably uh, if a number especially appeals to you or you feel that you resonate with mm-hmm. that number, it'll probably mean that you have that number somewhere in you, you know? Right. Um, yeah, or a special relationship between your numbers and that energy. But usually, usually the, my, in my experience, mm-hmm. people who say they have a special connection with a number usually find that that number appears in their pinnacle, in their chart. Wow. Right, which no. is not which is not only the four positions I mentioned, mm-hmm. but yeah. but it's like a whole 20, 20 position map. Okay, okay. So like you were mentioning the central line that would be like the like core aspects versus like when you get to the pinnacle or mm-hmm. pinnacle, I believe if you if pronounce pr- properly, but then you're getting into like the the deep intricate aspects of um, connections between not only yourself, other people, different aspects of your life and all that different kind of stuff, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like if if people uh, who don't know what a pinnacle looks like, mm-hmm. if you can picture like a diamond, right? Mm. And then in the center, it would be the central line. That would be your okay. axis, right? Your essence. And then on the on the upper part of the pinnacle of the, of the diamond mm. would be our energy when we are vibrating in our positive polarity. So the numbers that we tend to go to when we are vibrating high. And then on the lower part of the diamond, right? The lower triangle, such to speak. Uh, so to speak, it would be the lower energies, the the energy that bring us down, that makes us more dense, mm. right? So those numbers, we would have to like, yeah, try to not 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 delve there and stay there forever because that right. would make your vibration low. No, I like that. Yeah, I appreciate you breaking that down real quick for us. Um, so I I was honestly just blown away by your idea about breaking down um, how to or not how like once you've already found your um, life path number or mm. is that what you said or did we say the year number? Yeah. So uh, now right now, if you have found your year, your personal mm-hmm. year, mm, personal right? year, yeah, we can go into into June if you want, and then the personal year, or we can skip June, however you want it. 
No, so I, I definitely like that idea as far as like, because um, we, we've broken it down as far as, you know, you have to come across what your um, life path number is, and then you add that up with um, the year, if, if, I, if I'm correct here. Or no, it's 11. Or So it's like your, um, your month of your birth year, yes. the day of your birth, yes. uh, and then it's the current year. You would correct. do that the same way that you would do your like li- um, life path number as far as adding all the individual um numbers up right until they sum to one mm-hmm. right until they add mm-hmm. up to one to mm-hmm. one amazing so okay so um right so i think first we can go to june right now that which yeah. we are vibrating yeah. because i think this this will be a good tool for us um so we were talking about the nine right before mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. this this comes precisely <laughs> introduces to the nine of this specific month and so we 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 also mentioned how June is a completely emotional month, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we might have felt our emotions heightened, right? And just like ourselves more sensitive, more maybe in the need of crying, of expressing emotions. And the three, so the three um, year and the nine mm-hmm. universal month make this mixture of a triple nine that is present in this month. And it definitely comes, the nine, to tell us it is time for some cycles to close. It is time to consolidate those things that you've been working on before you embark yourself in new projects. And just like consolidate what you know that you have in your to-do list. Finish those things up and close those cycles in your life that you can recognize that are no longer making you evolve and are no longer no longer no longer making you uh, advance, right? Mm. The nine tells us just like look around in your life and see which aspects of my life don't are not really helping me anymore, are mm-hmm. are not pushing me forward into my my my, my path, are pu- pulling me back, right. and then close, close. Um, the nine tells us also that because the three and the six are present, then maybe there's something that we need to express. Right? Maybe that's something that we haven't really expressed or, or just put out there and that is needed to be expressed in order to close, to close with peace and to close with just like forgiveness and understanding if it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And the sixth also tells us that it's in, these closings that are happening in our lives have to do also with our community, with our primal community, our family, our tribe, the people mm. we hang out with, right? There's something closing with these people. Why? Because a new, a new, a new energy is coming. In July, actually, 2019 will be a one universal month. And the one is about new beginnings, about planting the seeds. <laughs> so it's, it just makes sense that in the nine energy, we clean our soil mm. so that the, it's ready for the seeds to be planted in the next month. That's so beautiful. <laughs> it's hard work. <laughs> it's hard work. No, it is hard work. But I just love how um just how everything like interrelates and how the one thing sets up the next thing, which mm-hmm. sets up the next thing and like also correlates to the thing, you know, from the past too. So it's just so beautiful. Oh my god, I love that you say it's beautiful <laughs> because it makes me so happy. <laughs> I also think it's beautiful. 
Um, so no, and that I, I, I love that you, you know, broke down what we can expect for the universal, um, aspect of the June and then what we can expect for July as well, as far as it being like mm-hmm. a, um, a, a new beginnings, you know, a, a, a kind of like a fresh, uh, slate, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, that would be June. And mm-hmm. remember also that this is the universal energy we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So it might change uh, just like what aspects are heightened or not mm-hmm. with your personal energy, right? Yeah. Um, so we can definitely go to the personal years. Right. And if you already did your calculation, again, personal day of birth plus mm-hmm. personal month plus current year. Mm-hmm. And you sum it up to one digit and whatever digit gives you just these messages for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So if you got a one, if you're in a one personal year, this is a year of new beginnings, right? The one is a number that calls us to reinvent ourselves and to just like own our power and our independence. The one comes to teach us to learn in, to learn to be in our own two feet, right? Like the one. Mm. And for me, the one is probably one of the most, if not the most, uh, year in a cycle because... Why? Because you are just starting a nine-year cycle. The, uh, the numerological year uh, cycle, sorry, lasts nine years. So, whatever is planted under one energy, mm-hmm. whether positive or negative, whatever is planted, you will harvest during the next nine years of your life. So, it's important to choose with consciousness what you're planting, right? Choose your words, choose your thoughts, your actions. All of these will be seeds. And the one is telling you it's a moment to reinvent yourself and to allow yourself to start anew, to allow new energies, new activities, new things to come into your life. I literally just got goosebumps. Oh my goodness. Because <laughs> I was thinking about like, um, as far as the aspect of the, um, you know, you're in a nine year kind of like cycle at this moment and what you're planting here is what you're gonna sow throughout the next nine years um like it makes me try to think of like you know my own personal path and and where was i you know seven years ago or six years ago when you know this particular cycle and like i literally just started getting goosebumps i'm like this was like right when i was just getting all this stuff started as far as like the instagram page connecting with other conscious minds out there and just pushing it out like on a, a mass levels so like um it's even making me trying to go back you know years past now and and just try to see what was going on wow so it was starting yeah it was the one yeah amazing that's amazing yeah so i'm sorry for interrupting but yeah (laughs) that's that's amazing yeah just like the way numbers work right like Mm -hmm. it it means that the energy was available to you and you took it right you were vibrating high and you went there because you mm-hmm. could have as well like said like the negative aspect of the one is like a fear of no 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 don't start don't start because what if I what if you start and then you go alone and the one follows you and, mm. and you you'll be uh, you know like what if it goes wrong then don't start stay with what's already created and the 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 one is telling you no start that's <laughs> it's important, you know? so perfect yes you started yes so all the respect to you thank you. All respect to these numbers. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's go for the two. Yeah. Two year. So if you got a two as your personal year, it's a number of relationships, right? The two comes to to work 
our relationships one-on-one in our lives. So you are called to see around in your life and see your relationships one-on-one and just like realize where in these relationships is there something that I need to heal? Is there something that I need to strengthen? And then put my energy and my work there. Um, also, it's important under a two-year to be cautious with the fin- like the financial aspect of our of our of ourselves because mm. in positive it can be like it can bring material gifts and like unexpected money. But in the on the negative side, we can yeah we can just like lose uh, money if it's not just like invested properly, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Two is very emotional, a very sensitive year. It's okay if you feel emotional. It's good to keep balance of your emotions and be just like kind to others. Remember this because you you might uh, use your words in a hurtful way more than other years. So mm-hmm. just like be be patient with others. You come to strengthen your 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 bonds with the other. And usually also it's a good um, year for like couples right or love or like i mean it comes to work on relationships so important people might enter your life this year then we go with the number three um and the three is the the universal number in which we are right now the universal year in which we are right now and the three comes to teach us about three main energies about the energy of expression of communication of creativity and of joy, right? So the three comes to to tell you and to tell all of us right now that it's the moment right now to create. It Right now it's the moment to create. You've been having maybe a project in your mind or an idea or something that you know that, that you've been wanting to create and that, that only you can do it because that's the way it works, right? Only mm. each one of us has a certain thing. And we, if we don't do it, probably it won't be done, right? And the three tells us, create. Create without fear because this is the year in which you have the creative energy behind you. The second one would be to express, right? The three tells Mm. us there are things in our lives that we don't say or truth about ourselves that we maybe don't speak uh, because we don't want to make others upset or we don't want to cause any trouble. So we just keep inside what we're feeling, what we're thinking. And the three tells us, not anymore. This is the time to learn to express because if you're not expressing yourself and you're not putting yourself out there, then you're you're not really entering a relationship fully, right? You are you're hiding something, you're keeping something to yourself and, and thus the relationship cannot be nourished in the most authentic, authentic way. So express. That's a three. And then the other part would be joy. The three tells us there are things that we do because we are fulfilling, fulfilling external expectations, right? The three tells us someone else told you how your life should be, how your, how your success should look or your mm. happiness should look. And then when you adjusted yourself to those external expectations, what you got was applause and validation. And it felt good, right? So you kept doing it. But not really because you liked what you were doing, but because you liked the validation. And the three tells us this is the time to release the need to be liked. Release that need and be faithful to ourselves, validate ourselves and like ourselves. From where? From what makes us happy and mm. joyful. That's the three. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, 
Then, do you want to say anything? Do you resonate? Uh, no, no. Like this is like I could stop you like after every sentence when you're talking about <laughs> that one. No, um, I mean I I really I really do resonate because I'm even just looking at um what I had written down from our previous conversation and and you know that the three month for me like I know it's different when it compared to like a three year which you're talking about but even just kind of like on a micro scale like you know I had um finally just like had that inner realization like this is what I want to do as opposed to just what I feel like other people you know expectation of me or what have you Mm -hmm. and it it was kind of like in this I I was telling you like making music and there's Mm -hmm. like this song that I was like you know in the middle of like shaping and creating for quite some time it was like close to nine years as far as like the lyrics and stuff and it was a couple months of recording and honestly like this is my first time telling you but like i finished that song and it sounds amazing i'm just like sending it to people yeah it's like it's so beautiful and it's now it's like now i'm expressing and and you know sharing um create my like creations and expressing myself but also like doing something that truly does bring me joy and so it's just like knowing how that that can just be you know one month i was able to see that happen i can i just really um have a lot of respect and admiration for those out here with like a three year that you know you guys can kind of harness that energy for a little bit more of a longer time scale and and really shape something beautiful wow yeah and to remember that we are all vibrating in that energy right now Mm, exactly oh you're right this is a year it's the three universe everybody is no wonder no wonder right (laughs) (laughs) yeah the three that's three that's amazing yes and okay let's go with the four we still have four five six seven (laughs) and nine right so let's go with the four the four is a number that comes to teach us hard work and patience Okay, the four comes to make us build our foundations to what we're going to build upon later. It comes to put our life in order and in and 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 to for us to structure, for us to structure and order what we're going to build upon afterwards, right after on. So uh, it's a moment to be patient, right? To be to be mindful that the results probably won't come under a four energy, the four is telling you, don't worry about the results. The, the mm. results will come. Right now, just worry about working. Mm. Um, it's, yeah, it's a, a, um, a moment to put our lives in order, right? Not only in our physical plane, like it would be a good year to like clean our, our closets, right? And our, and, our, and our living spaces, but also in our emotional part, there, the four tells us there is some work here that you have been procrastinating on or, or managing that right like some something that energy that is there that needs to be ordered so instead of um leaving it like longer just do it just do what you need to be you you know you need to do that's what the four is telling you mm. and yeah so so that's the four right it's our foundation also because the four represents the physical floor in on which i stand mm-hmm. there might be some changes or expansions or diversi- diversifications because it comes with a with a three of 
the floor we are. So maybe mm. something related to my my house or like a change in the in the place that I work or maybe like uh, I don't know, remote, doing a remodeling of my uh, a place or my office. I don't know, like something mm-hmm. related to the physical ground I stand on. And then we have the five energy. And if you have the five year, uh, five personal year, mm-hmm. then hold on tight. <laughs> <laughs> the five is, as we mentioned before, the most unstable energy in the universe. And it, it is so because it comes to get you out of the box. It comes to get you out of the comfort zone. The five is a year of movement and change. So... When we hear the word change, it might be a little threatening, right? Or scary sometimes. But the five always comes with a positive change. The five tells you there are aspects in your life in which you don't completely feel free. Free to act, free to say, free to be. And the five comes to push you to make those changes that will set you more into your own freedom, into your own movement, and bring you into your next step of evolution. Actually, uh, the five is like the the step, the, the dividing stone between the lower mm. and the upper uh, and higher numbers. Right? That's such a good point. Yeah, there's like it's mm. like the the middle point, and right. that would you're changing now into the higher level. Wow. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so lower numbers are more um, related to physical lessons, right? Physical, like lessons related to the physical aspects of the universe. And then the higher numbers would be related more to the mental and spiritual aspects. Mm. And the five is, is yeah. The, yeah, the midway point in between. Midway, yeah. So it definitely comes to transform, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're in a five-year, my recommendation would be, you would be allow yourself to flow with the changes that are coming. Open, openly welcome the changes that are coming. And be grateful for them because in reality, they come to take you where, where you're going, right? They come to, to take you into a higher version of yourself. And release control. That's a very big one under five years. Release control. You don't have it. <laughs> don't <release> it. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. That's when you start forcing things is in that moment. Right. Right. Actually, uh, maybe a good tip of advice also would be if you're in a five energy do not make uh important commitments that you want to last for a long time right because it's like you're you're stepping on how do you call it sands that are in the desert that like moves moves yeah um, they call that quicksand quicksand right so you're standing on a quicksand right now that's the energy Mm. so if you want something to last for a long like it wouldn't be a bit maybe a great house to buy a house right 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 yeah or something like this remember also this also has to do with your personal energy this is the Mm -hmm. universal we're talking Mm -hmm. about also right and Mm -hmm. how they both play um okay so that's the five then the six comes and the six the six comes to talk about family and community and responsibility Mm. um so right so the main focus of this year is in our communities in our family and community structures and the six is asking you to look around at your different communities 
and see your relationship with and in them, right? It's not a one-on-one thing like the two, more of like you and your community. What is your new place in this, in this, in this tribe that you're, that you're in, right? Because you just went through the five, right? You went through the period of transformation, of change. Things happened and moved. And now it's time to rearrange. Okay, now in this new state, who is my tribe, right? And reunite again. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, it's, I think the six is amazing. Also, mm. <laughs> it's a very good year for fertility. Uh, usually, a lot of like um, families are expanded or kids are born under the six because it's a number of fertility and expansion of of the community, right? Of the family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No, I liked how you even talked about earlier about it, like double the three. And you know, to me, that means that you're kind of doubling your joy too, and it's just such a mm-hmm. blessing and a joy to you know add new members, whether that's you know through you know childbirth or even just the blessing of you know making you know new family members just just through you know like weddings and what have you, just yeah. like just the addition of new family, just being that bountiful blessing of joy. Wow, that's so beautiful. So, so beautiful. Yeah, and <laughs> I think it's precisely the six, right? The six comes to make us understand that our strength is in joining forces during mm-hmm. this period. So, so yeah, that's beautiful. So, marriage is something that is usual in the six energy. Nice. So, energy. yeah, no, that's that's really good to know. Yeah, you're an intuitive numerologist already. <laughs> <laughs> have enough conversation with you then i think anybody could be oh my god i am still a student and wherever <laughs> it will be I, I, yeah so okay okay so let's go with the seven then yes right? okay so this you is me this is me change. guys by the way if you didn't remember oh, so this is my personal year your boy cody right here so let's listen <laughs> up Right, so the seven tells tells us that you already went through the change, you already like know who your tribe is, and you've you've worked in that, and now it's time to go in, right? The seven, mm. it's a year of self reflection, of going in like into ourselves, and it's a moment for self, uh, just like self know self knowledge and self awareness. Mm-hmm. The seven tells you this is a moment to. To stop, like stop the rush that you've been having from like last year and just pause for a moment and realize which decisions in your life have you taken so far that have taken you where you are right now and which decisions do you want to make moving on forward to get where you want to get, right? The seven tells you, okay, stop and just see your surroundings, see yourself and ask yourself if the things that you are doing daily the decisions that you are making daily are taking you where you want to go. Mm. Um, so, right. So the seven is a very introspective. Yeah, that's literally the right? word I was just thinking of. Yeah, mm-hmm. introspection and contemplation. And contemplation, right. And you, you, you definitely feel it when you're under seven energy, how you feel this need to be more like in privacy and more like in need of my own space and my own time to reflect, right? Because the seven asks you to go in and just like dwell within. Mm. Yeah. Um, great tip for seven year is to connect. Two tips. First would be to connect with nature, right? The seven is a very mental number and we can tend to overthink things mm. under this energy. So nature is great to ground us. And then the second tip, great tip under seven is because the seven is a number of knowledge and truth, a great tip if you're in a seven personal year would be study 
something new, mm -hmm. okay? Expand your knowledge. Why? Because the seven is telling you there are doors right now that are not open to you yet and you don't know they even exist because you first need knowledge to access them. So the seven is telling you as you expand your knowledge, more doors and opportunities will open up for you. Um, this is actually like really, really accurate. The way the seven works is you go study, go study something that, that you like, right? People mm -hmm. ask me like, what do I study? And I always tell them like, whatever <laughs> excites yourself, right, right. Right? whatever makes you vibrate, learn more about that because that's, that's your compass. No, I love that. Like using your intuition, like that's how, you know, like trying to talk to my family members, like I'm, I'm just so passionate about stuff. And, you know, they're like, well, what should I do? I'm like, well, what makes you excited and happy? And then we just try to have conversations. And like, I think it's unfortunate that there's a, a fair amount of the population out there that, you know, doesn't even know what what gives them that like inner fire. So it's just, I think it's something. Forgot, right? Yeah, they forgot. Exactly. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're here to fan these flames. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I definitely resonate with the seven being like, you know, a little bit more introspective, but also where you're learning that information and like you're, you're getting that, you know, you may, you may not even know that it's the thing that's going to propel you going forward, but you're just kind of drawn to something new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're drawn because you're, you're, that's what you're, being is calling mm. you for right like mm. your knowledge is being called to expand that's the seven right remember that the seven people uh, people with a seven life path were thought by pythagoras to be born to know the like, to learn the yeah mystery. ready yeah they're they're ready to start yeah so if you are under a seven energy it means that you are ready to learn your mm. own your own yeah knowledge or mysteries or your own part of the knowledge of the universe you know? I love that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's a great tip for a seven year. Learn. That, and then you, you'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because doors open, that's <laughs> for sure. Um, okay, then let's go to the eight year, right? What, what's happening on there, the eight uh, energy. And the eight is a number that moves two main energies. It moves the energy of abundance, of money, and it moves the energy of healing, of health. Um, Right, the, the eight is actually a number of power, right? So it calls us to assume our own power, right? Own our own power, mm -hmm. get it back if we gave it out along the way, right? And just like own our own power and also be trustful in our capacity to generate, right, our abundance with our own work. The eight tells us, like, the eight is a number of harvesting. That's why it's so, like, so abundant, right? Because it's a number of harvesting. It tells you, if you did the work right, you've been working this past cycle. Mm -hmm. And now it's time to collect the fruit, to collect wow. the, the rewards. Um, now, a very important key in order to activate the abundance of the eight is that we need to put our hands into work. It's not enough to delegate the, in mm. the in, under an eight energy this time to put our hands because we are we're the ones who have the eight mm -hmm. and that will generate abundance that's a key point right there it's also a great year for business as you can imagine actually mm -hmm. if you are listening to this and you right now in 2018 are in an eight year because we have the three which is manifestation creativity yeah. right yeah. and then you have the eight personal great 
combination for business. Mm. Great combination to start a business, to expand your business, to just like diversify your business. Business is great. <laughs> so, so just like you know that this energy is present and mm-hmm. take advantage of it, of it, right? Yeah. Take advantage of it. Um, it also calls us because it's a healing aspect. It calls us to look at those aspects of ourselves which need healing, whether in a physical aspect that maybe we haven't attended and we haven't gone to the doctor appointment that we know that mm. we go, need to go or whatever, or in an emotional aspect, or just you know, just like check those things in our in our in our selves that need healing because the eight is here to heal. So mm-hmm. if the healer is in the house, we might as well you know. Show our wounds and say, this is where I need some work. Right? Yeah. And also, just final tip for an eight year, be generous. Right? The eight, even the way the eight works is like what goes around comes around. Right? So be generous. Generosity comes back multiplied. No, I love that. That's the eight. And we're getting closer to... No, actually, we're in the final part of the of the time frequencies, which would be the mm, nine year. The nine year. Right. This is the last number, the last year of the cycle. And the nine comes precisely for that, for us to close cycles. It comes to, to teach us to close and consolidate. So... It's good. Uh, it's good right now. I mean, right now we are in a nine uh, universal month, so we right. already spoke June. about the nine. Right. Yeah. Right. But if we're, you have this energy the whole year, it means that there is something big, like a big cycle, a big and a significant energy or relationship or routine that has been present in your life during the past maybe years, right? Even like nine years, mm-hmm. and now it's time to close it. It's time now. And the night tells you with confidence, with gratitude, with love, close. Because new things are coming up for you. The next year is going to be a one again, right? Because no, time is cycle. Right. Cyclic. So it's time to clean your, you know, it's time to clean your, your soil. Just like... Mm-hmm. Replenish your nutrients. Right. <laughs> yes. Replenish your nutrients. And prepare to, to plant, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there is no way you will be able to plant next year if you don't clean your soil yeah we gotta we gotta till the soil right now we gotta get it all you know nice and ready for for planting these seeds right Ah. um two tips for a nine year would be first just like be mindful about starting something that is entirely new okay if you are like doing something that i don't know you started three years ago and now i'm finally launching my business that's great that's consolidation Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but if you just thought like a week ago about a great idea that you want to launch and you want to open the business, I would tell you, wait, <laughs> like close the cycles that you need to close, right? And right, wait until right. the next year. Because usually the nine is a transitionary energy. Like it comes to, to like close things. So if mm-hmm. you start under a closing energy, it might, um, it might affect just like how long this, this energy or this business lasts, right? It might be more like a, of a transition thing if you started under this energy. Remember, if you just thought about it and it's completely new, okay? If it's consolidation, it's great. 
Because that's like you have to discern when it's something that's like brand new that you haven't been doing that work for, where it's time to like you know, like you said, consolidate and get the thing onto the next level. Mm-hmm. Versus like, oh no, this is something new. Like now, actually, maybe take that time to to in- investigate. What if like your personal month is trying to say that this is you know it's a seven and it's time to study this, and then you know you got to put that into in coming forth in the next year, like you were mentioning. Mm-hmm. Exactly, precisely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, oh, well, one final, one mm-hmm. final tip for a nine-year would be it is time to, all right, so you know what's time to close, right? And just, like, know that if you, what came to your mind right now, like, if you're a nine and you're, you're in a nine-year and you're listening to this, probably something came to your mind of what, what needs mm-hmm. to be closed. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, just, like, the final tip is if this energy that you, that you, uh, with your intuition, know that needs to be closed. You choose not to close it. You will be carrying it with you into the next uh, cycle of nine years. So, right? So, just mm. be mindful about that. That's very potent. Let that one breathe for a second because, um, I, I mean, I could even see that. Uh, how would that relate with, like, the, the month, you know, like, this being a universal nine month? Um, you know, maybe maybe it's not something that would be in super, you know, a nine-year cycle that you would might need to consolidate. But it's still, it's still come into play as far as the fact that, you know, there's, there's maybe modes of being that you don't need to act like anymore. You don't need to right. give that energy or power to. Wow, yeah. I mm. can definitely resonate with that. You yeah, know, same. Like it's just like it, it's it's beautiful to stand in your truth and like to shake away the things that are not authentically you. It's just like for me it's just I don't know why you I do some of these things that it's just it doesn't embody the full aspect of who I am or who I want to be and it seems like it's an unconscious manifestation and it's just like once you make that conscious and then you decide like hey I'm not doing that anymore and then you realize it's a nine month and you're consolidating that and like (laughs) you're like yes like it really does feel Mm -hmm. like this is gonna be the last of these issues you know until it you know it comes up again and then it's like the universe says do you want to be a part of this energetic signature do you want to stay away from that energetic signature like i really love you know kind of thinking of it in this way it doesn't it doesn't you know make it makes me feel less like um like beating myself up about it but i also don't think of it like oh it's all external like none of this is me it's it's i'm recognizing the interplay and like it's how much i feed into certain energies versus like what i actually want to manifest Wow, that's powerful. No, it's super powerful. And I really am like incredibly appreciative of our friendship and like that you, you know, have taken this time and that you have relayed all this information. Like even just just the one-on-one conversation between you and me, like this has been super impactful. I think for me, it has been an honor, a pleasure. You are really a light worker and wow, I... I have deep admiration and deep respect and deep appreciation and love for you. 
So I thank mm. you for this opportunity also <laughs> to like get this message across. Which, yes. You know? Yeah. Wow. No, I'm so happy. Thank you. I'm like beaming over here. I'm sure you can feel it. <laughs> but um, thank you so much. Like just to just to know that somebody that, you know, that I've never met in person, but like I just feel like a strong connection with, you know, feels a, the same way. It's it's just the most empowering, um, especially when you're out here doing this like beautiful work and just helping people be more conscious of like what's going on around us and within us and you know it's just like reminding us it's not like it's not like you have to be this way it's like you can choose if you want to be the way that you have been or if you want to be the way that you want to be wow wow i love that <laughs> and i think that being said also uh just like inviting anyone who who would like to have their own reading right and their yes. own numerology done i think yeah they, like i'm opening it to to the crowd and to people who are listening to this also Thank you, Anna. I, like, I didn't want to like kind of put that out there as like, yo, go, 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 go to her Instagram page <laughs> at Numerana MX. But like, Thank that's you. honestly what I had done. You know, I had come across your information through another podcast. Shouts to Sea Free. Shouts yes. this esoteric life podcast. I got to do it at <laughs> yeah. least three times. <laughs> um, but. Like, that's how I came across your work. And then it's just been such a blessing. So thank you for um, opening that up to those who hear this. Like, um, again, she, she you can reach Anna on Instagram at, at Numerana MX, MX. That's N-U-M-E-R-A-N-A-M-X. So like, that's like mm -hmm. numerology, but you know, Anna's throwing her own little spin on it. And as you may not have uh, known, like, um, I believe you're from Mexico. Is that correct? From Mexico. Correct, yeah. yeah. So that's where the MX at the end, I believe, would come from. But, um, True. What, also, uh, my yes, email is the same, same Perfect. run MX at gmail.com. Perfect. If that's easier. Yeah. So that's great. You know, you can email through that way. And um, even just one thing before we wrap up completely for the conversation would just be like, I'm super appreciative that you're making content on your page that not only is in English for, you know, the vast majority of the people who come across the stuff that I'm um, putting out there, but you make the same stuff and you make captions as well as like pictures mm -hmm. in Spanish. And I think that that's <laughs> so important to be able to get that information to more people out there. Like, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. It's just so beautiful that, like I've you know befriended somebody that's putting the same information out that I am in in that kind of um wheelhouse as far as like there's so many people out there that I know would resonate with this if they would only been you know shared that message so thank you for translating it and putting it out there uh, thank you so much really for this opportunity and I think that if I if I could go just like with one quote yeah from this the author actually of the second book I recommend that Shirley Blackwood mm -hmm. Shirley Blackwell Lawrence, it would be, she says this quote, quote that I love, it says, I prayed for wisdom, I prayed for wisdom, and God gave me numbers. So for anyone out there looking for wisdom, just know that this is a tool that is precise and loving and, wow, just like all the respect to numbers. I will always say that, all the respect to numbers. 
all the respect to numbers yes and thank you so much infinite love and respect to you anna thank you for sharing your message with uh, my audience and you know i really hope that they take advantage of this beautiful opportunity to be able to get a reading done and um just see the magic work for themselves so again thank you so much and we're so appreciative thank of you Cody. yes thank you for it thank <laughs> you love you anna. <laughs> Me too. we are the cosmos made conscious the universe getting a chance to experience itself. Butterflies never see the beauty of their own wings. A nebula never gets to bask in its own splendor. We are the ultimate observers chronicling the aesthetic beauty of everything. Cosmic consciousness co-creating at infinitum. In Lakesh, Alakim, you are another me and I am another you. Something so beautiful could be so true. This is what ETA should really be emotion, thought, action. Getting a chance to...